Well, hello there, boys, girls, and in-betweeners. Welcome to yet another episode of the Pointless Podcast. Kevin Ferrer here. Hi, it's me. I'm the host of this thing. You don't care. You care about my guest today, because my guest is Miss Erica Rhodes, and she is a delightfully brilliant beam of ultralight joy and whimsy. If you only listen to the iTunes or the Stitcher or Spotify version of this thing, okay, great. Good on you. But you're missing out, because there's a trampoline break in the middle of this episode. And if you want to see what childlike joy beamed through the eyes and smile of an adult looks like, just go fast forward the YouTube, click on the progress bar until you see that. Because the amount of joy that a mini trampoline brought Erica uh, brought me a ton of joy as well. It was infectious. She has an aerial effect. Um, I'm not going to belabor the intro too much on this one. I want to get right to the podcast. Uh, I will say... The reason I'm, I'm being hasty with this intro is that there is a very heated game, no pun intended, of Fireball Island taking place in the living room right now. And I need to get back to it because people are fucking each other over. Someone used a talisman to keep them safe from a fireball roll and then someone canceled the talisman out. It's getting aggressive. We're really pushing the very teeny tiny rulebook from the 80s to its limits, trying to find loopholes that'll make some people survive and others die a painful smoldering death. Fireball Island, man. You got to get on that goodness. Um, All right, let's get to this episode. Uh, I'm going to get back to Fireball Island. And in the middle of it, you're going to hear me talk about our sponsor today because they are awesome and they're the reason for the season. So listen to that. And if you want to support me, you can support them. And hey, the snake eats its tail. We're all friends and we're all alive. And that is all that matters at the end of the day. Hey, kisses, hugs, and belly rubs. Enjoy the Pointless Podcast with Miss Erica Rhodes. This podcast should be America. 110% fucking blood red America. The NEAA. Everybody playing vagina. Cyborg Jesus. Jesus America. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Look at all that. I could wear a a 12-gallon cowboy hat and put a little ornament on top. How's it going? How are you, Twitch? Hi, Internet. Hey, friends. Kevin Pereira here. You may know me as the winner of At Midnight. <clears throat> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> there are no winners in At Midnight. No, everybody. Everybody's a winner. It's just one person gets called that by the host. So, yeah, one person pays their way into that position. <laughs> I slept my way to that. Thank you. <laughs> okay, uh, these lips okay. are ch- all chapped the from hard The Hollywood way. Absolutely. The nerdist way. The classic I, way. I totally forgot about At Midnight until you just brought until it up. I, just... I totally did. But now we're going to talk about forget. it. I forget. Ladies oh, and gentlemen, comedian, actress, writer, host. Human. Human. Erica Rhodes is here. <laughs> Yay. That is a thing. Was I talking too soon? Was I talking over your intro? No, there was. I, it's a. Okay. It's a thing. It's fine. Okay. You were you were talking about uh, at midnight. Do you right. want to talk yeah, about yeah. at midnight? Yeah, I just want to say for the record, um, I really think that maybe someone else should have won. Yes, Flula was on fire <laughs> for the majority of that <laughs> he show. Was. He, he was really, really good, and then won. there was someone else who mm-hmm. was, I think, a female. Mm. Who is really well, good. Well, good for her for leaning in and yeah. hashtagging and gamergating. And and how about yeah, that, Hillary? That good stuff. for her. She would be historical. All right. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> you can't. I don't. Can you be <laughs> yeah. angry? I, I, no. I met you on at midnight and I'm, I'm familiar with your stuff. I've, I, like I said, I've watched oh. your stand up. It's very funny. But you're, you're all like you're always delightful. Oh. 
from what I've seen. Tell Am I my, missing tell something? Tell my mom that. <laughs> Please tell her. Would she disagree? She, uh, well, I, she did call me a terrorist once when I was younger. Go on. <laughs> did you try to board a plane with four ounces of liquid? <laughs> what happened? Not quite. I just refused to go to school. Oh, and she Same went straight thing. to terrorists? Yeah, isn't that funny? No, that's tragic. <laughs> what happened? That was before 9-11, okay? Pre-9-11. Oh, okay. It was when a When terrorism world. had a different context. Different. Sure, sure. Um, but yeah, so I... Uh, we used to just throw it around like yeah, a pigskin in the backyard. Hey, you fucking terrorist. You, What's up, Tony? You cute little terrorist, you. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we used to use it back in the day. Ah. Uh. As no. we sit on our wicker chairs and yeah. <laughs> whittle wood and talk about pre nine eleven. Oh God. Oh gosh. Um, so wait, relationship with mom good? Relationship yeah, with dad no. good? Yeah, it's good. Yeah? It's, but but I think I was just a very stubborn kid and and I've always been very set in my ways. So it's it, it's difficult to parent a child like that. Sure. Right? Sure. Well, you yeah. but you started working in in you were in the business at the age of ten, right? Yeah, I started on Prairie Home Companion, and so I was acting when I was ten, and I was also really into ballet when I was a kid, and that was my real passion. So anything outside of ballet was like beneath me in my head at that age. And I don't so, need timetables. Yeah. I can yes, create. I can pirouette. <laughs> so yeah, I um I had weird things that I was very stubborn about. Like one thing I did when I was a kid was I refused to audition for Zoom, which was like a big uh, show in Boston. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a Barney type show, but like a little bit better. Or I think it used to be a big show and then they brought it back. And I was like, I'm not auditioning for that. And so my mom was like, why would you not Were the roles it? beneath you? Yeah, or? that's what I thought. I was like, I was a snooty little kid, brat. Yeah, I, uh, brat. I got yelled at by a theater director for asking how many lines were in the part that he cast me for. Because you had to pay 50 bucks. <laughs> and I was like nine years old. And I was like, dude, that's 50 bucks. That's a, that's a video game. Yeah. And then some. So smart. I just want to make sure I'm not giving you 50 bucks for me to say three things. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. I th- and Booted. Also, I did a similar thing with, uh, I auditioned for this operetta. And I got the main part. It was like called A Mall in the Night Visitors. It was like a little operetta, and they had a, I played a little boy. And and then I told my mom that I did not approve of how little they charged for the uh, ticket prices. The ticket prices were too <laughs> low. I thought they <laughs> I thought they should be charging more. Oh, that's more, meta, right? That's meta. Let me tell you what this performance is worth, and yeah, I can't exactly. associate myself. Oh, it's a digital project. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for to make yes, that transition. I don't think so. <laughs> How old were you at the time girl. that you're like, I, I was this is like premium? 12. That's amazing. Good for you. Yeah. But wait, how do you? Were your parents in the arts, or did they just yeah. recognize? Okay. My mom's a violinist in the Boston Pops. Oh wow! So she's a professional musician. And my dad used to be a clarinetist, but not he isn't anymore. So de- both definitely art family, though. So then yeah. when you come to them at the age of seven or eight or ten and say you want to do this, they don't freak out? Uh, wait, who says what? When you say <laughs> I want, you want to get into art, you want to get into drama, you want to act, you want to oh, do Oh, yeah, voices, they were the opposite. That. My parents were like the opposite of normal parents. They were like, do what you love, honey. Just do what you love and everything will fall into place. And then when it didn't fall into place, I was like, now what? And they're like, we don't know. Who knows? <laughs> Go to be a lawyer. Yeah, do something. they're like, I don't know. I'm like, what about the life stuff? You didn't teach me any of that. And they're like, yeah, you'll figure it out. <laughs> Or not, you won't. Do what you love unless you have a mortgage, in which case, take care of that, and then everything else will fall into place. Money doesn't matter, but then what happens when you get kicked out of your apartment, Mom? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You can pay in happiness. Yeah, exactly. You'll be hungry, but but with a smile. Yeah, just just be happy. Do you feel like, I mean, because that's an interesting upbringing to have. Do you feel like they prepared you for 
adulthood oh, properly? No, or, no, no, not at all. Well, because most people go to therapy because their parents don't hug them and tell them to just seek happiness and the money will follow. But it seems or, like you were giving that advice. Or they go to therapy because the parents say seek happiness and the money will follow. So we're fucked no matter what <laughs> as human what beings is what you're saying. That's okay. what I'm saying. Yeah. Therapy's great. I would recommend it to anybody. Yeah? Are you doing yeah. it now? Yeah, I've done it for like nine years. Really? Yeah. Uh, how often? Once a week. Once a week. Mm -hmm. Okay. And same same therapist the whole time? Yeah. Oh, that's commitment. Well, he only charges $25 an hour. <laughs> so that is Craigslist, actually. That's <laughs> not a therapist. That's a guy in a van. Just some guy. Where are you going? He is he catching Pokemon when you chat with him? What is this guy doing? <laughs> are you on Pokemon Go? I am on Pokemon what Go. What do you think? And on the therapy thing. Mostly on, more on Pokemon Go than therapy, though. Well, I think it's it's similar. It has yeah. similar... Let's um, get me. Actually, there's, there's studies coming out already about Pokemon Go's effect on, on mental health. And there's a lot of people who suffer from depression who are saying that the game has given them a reason to get back out, out into the world, to be mobile, to be healthy, and to go explore and interact with people. It's been around for, like, a week. Yeah. <laughs> like, suddenly there are studies out on it already? And yeah, that's like... how the internet... Well, studies mean, like, one guy on the <laughs> Wired wrote oh, yeah, a blog yeah. post. But, okay, yeah. But it aggregated tweets of people who said it helped their mental health. So well, that's, that's kind of cool. Good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if it gets people out walking and... Catching little creatures. Right. Or, or I'm further all distracted for it. while they're driving. Yeah, that's the problem. Are you playing? I, I yeah, I started playing, and then I did it once when I was driving, and I was like, I'm bad. This is bad. Yeah, real bad. Really but the bad. thrill of catching Charizard at 65. It's, there's nothing better. Those I, highway Pokemon are the most dangerous and then the most rewarding. Right, I know. Wait, which one's the chart? What what is he? The look lizard like? with the tail that catches on fire. Oh, I didn't get him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I you just gotta, got the little snakes and the little the little monkey guys. I got a lot of the monkey guys. Have you hit level five and chosen your team yet? Not yet. Yeah, I'm, that's a, when I, I'm almost there. You'll I'm get four there. and a half. These are discussions that we're having. These are adult. These are discussions. This that, is the real world. Wow. This is life as we know it. But you're okay. So Pokemon Go and <laughs> trampolines. You're a fan of whimsy. Yeah, those, I guess so. We started the podcast so people didn't get to see the 15 minutes or so that you tried to. Do you want me to do it again? I mean, you're welcome to. Can, can they get it on the camera? Certainly okay. we can. We have cool. cameras so we okay. can get it. This is just my excuse to get on it. There were 15 minutes pre-show where you tried to pass off your love of trampolines yep. on a friend of yours who likes trampolines. Well, Stacia. Yeah, she passed it on to me. But you tried to imply that because your friend really likes them, you need... That's a, oh, the, the people are actually watching. This is crazy. Yeah, let's do... You know what? I'm going to go ahead and clear the frame. If you guys are only on the iTunes version, you're really missing out. Feel free to catch it on YouTube. And if you could just do another 45 minutes or so, and then we'll take some questions. Great. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm going to go ahead and, I'm gonna go ahead and clear now. No, I did. I did. I, I appreciate it. It's good. I don't have the staying power. I don't have the stamina. You just don't want to look silly. Man. You just don't want to look silly I on a trampoline. No, see? No problem looking silly. Oh, yeah? I do it well, often and all the time. But on a trampoline, I, it's too... <laughs> I got bad knees. I'm an old man. Oh, I'm sure. Trying, I'm digging for more excuses. I do have it's bad good knees, for knee. It's good for that. I because it's not... Um, what do you call that when it's hitting? Like high impact? Yeah, it's a yeah. high impact. But it's still an unnecessary impact. It's a level of it's impact. It's not an impact, It's though. more impact than me staying seated right now. I don't, ha I don't know, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> somebody would be like, it's good for your knees. I love how... Someone like, would say that. <laughs> we were switching the mics, by the way, to pull the curtain back for a second. We were swapping some mics out right before, and I was like, look, we probably got another three minutes if you want to get back on the trampoline. And you're like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Thought thought yeah i'm gonna go get back on that trampoline <laughs> i'm just gonna get a couple more jumps in i love that 
It is. It, it, there's something about it. It's a, it's a mini high. I'll tell you that. It is an endorphin a, release. 100%. Because it it's hard. Like, when was the last time you just bounced for joy? Like, who, who can be on a trampoline and be angry? Right? Who's going to throw a stapler and assistant yeah, while they're bouncing was, on like, a trampoline? Yeah, if I was, like, in a bad mood, I think if I got on a trampoline, it would, like, shake it up. Like, it's literally really, shake up my mood. Yeah, it's hard to scold somebody when you're a little, little less when weighty. When you're not less on the ground. Yeah. Now, you've talked in your, <laughs> your stand-up about how you didn't think you were depressed enough to be a comedian, but then you found... You're too depressed to like not be not a comedian or whatever, yeah. So, yeah. Oh. which is a great line. <laughs> but like, uh, is that is there an ounce of truth there? Oh, there's more than an ounce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have a lot of depression. I just am very good at hiding it. <laughs> great at hiding it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. What is it? What is this? I, well, now I don't want to talk about a source of depression and drag it to there. <laughs> but like, no, I'm okay right now. I'm I'm actually a pretty good mood. So, mo- so right what's now. the what's the time scale right now? Meaning, as in like today, this month, this year, or today, this minute? Today, this week's been okay. Okay. Yeah, I've been feeling okay. This so we week. take it week by week. Um. Yeah. Unless it's unless I'm really depressed, and then I don't even know what day it is. Then you need Pokemon Go. Yeah. And you got to go out and capture some Charizards. Apparently. Yeah. I think a lot of comedians have, you know, the depression thing. Totally. Well, I yeah. think I think a lot of people have depression in general. Just comedians, and and they they take a second to analyze it, and they're they're yeah. they, they have the the sometimes the privilege to sit down and think about it versus the well I have to power through because of that damn mortgage. That's true. Yeah. So do you do you do you, how do you do you journal? You trampoline? Do you oh make gosh, soaps have, and candles? I like have, what are your methods? Oh gosh, I wish I made candles. That would be fun. You, you have an Etsy shop, right? You must <laughs> You must have, like sleepwalk and have an Etsy shop. Like that that's what you do at cool. night. You pop I an ambient and between like 4 and 6 you make decorative pillows or something. Is that what you do? No, but I want to. I, I want like that in my life. I feel like I could see you doing that. I would do that. I'm not I bet that. you I bet you're very detail oriented. Mm. You seem like you have like you do not like a messy room and things like that. I bet I have one. I don't like really? it. Really? I don't like it, but I have one. Really? Yeah, I explode like a piñata when I get home. Like it's car key Oh, that's clothing, what I'm like. Yeah, me too. It's like, it's just what happened? And then I leave again, and then I come back, and I'm like, who was here? <laughs> <laughs> who did this? What asshole left this yeah, trail of Jesus, evidence this, right to my bed? This is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Adulting is hard. It is hard. It's yeah. Hard to clean up and take care of yourself and be presentable. Yeah, and- when you just want to be on a trampoline all day. So what are your what are your how do you relieve the stress? How do you deal with the tension, the depression? How do you fight all that? Um, well I do I do actually journal. I don't mm-hmm. know if that's helpful to be honest, but I do do that. I actually just started this new thing that I think is really helping and I haven't been good about it this week, heroin? but I yeah. <laughs> My friend Stacia really loves heroin. I'm only doing it because she likes it. And she swears by it. And so she far... She says it's good for endorphins. She's pretty right. And she's pretty right. It changes your attitude and perspective on things and makes you think, oh, none of this matters. I can be in any bathroom in any park and feel totally at home. Yeah. <laughs> totally at home. <laughs> My made new friends under the overpass. This is really... Heroin don't do heroin, kids. I should, don't, don't. No, no, no. Start with weed, then psilocybin, then eventually graduate. Start with Pokemon Go. That's the gateway. And trick. then go you to. You know what? Though? I, I totally interrupted your answer because I'm a terrible host. Oh, was I answering but something? You were. You were talking oh. about. You said you journal, which you don't know if it works. And you oh, said, no, no, you know no. What I was I telling do. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was telling you that I have this new thing that I, I started a couple weeks ago and it was like really helping me. My my biggest m- moment of depression is the mornings. I really mm-hmm. have. I'm not a morning person. I often wake up in the morning, like, because I freelance and stuff. It's like I never know exactly. 
I don't have a routine. Mm-hmm. And I think routine is very important for people with, with depression. Extremely important. So I started a very simple routine of just getting up, going for a baby jog, baby jog. Because if I give myself too big of a, you know, workout thing, then I, I get overwhelmed and I don't do it at all. Right. Like if I'm and like, I defe- have to go to yoga every morning. Or- <sighs> and then you're defeated for the rest of the day because yeah. you woke up a failure. Exactly. So yeah. I, I do a baby jog. It's like a mile. And I can walk or whatever. And then I come home and I write three pages and I meditate for 10 minutes. That is a routine. Right? That's a full day for some people. <laughs> That, I mean, Sometimes seriously, I would, be, all I, do. I would be exhausted. I'd be like, well, day's accomplished. <laughs> it's true. Hello, afternoon drinking. Yeah, I mean, it's amazing how much, like, it affects, like, the rest of the day, though. Because I'm like, okay, if I could do that. And, th- and and also, if I have the rule in my head, like, you can go back to sleep after you do that. It's fine. Of course, I, I usually don't want to after that. Well, you're up. You're but done. I, you're accomplished. Yeah, exactly. But if I wake momentum. up feeling like I don't want to do anything and I have it in my head, like, you're allowed to, like, go back to sleep if you want to after that then I'm more likely to do it, you know? Yeah. And I don't go back to sleep. And is it, so three three pages of writing, is that particularly for your stand-up or just in general, it's just a write free, something? It's a free write. Okay. So, I, it, can so it can be So it could be a hand turkey and you can do a school bus? It has to be words. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's why my sets haven't been working. <laughs> you go up there and you're miming like, yeah. this worked earlier this morning. beautiful was- butterfly, guys. I don't know if you see this, but no? Okay. That's how Snapchat came to be. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so three pages of writing and then the meditation. Is it like mantra-based? Oh, uh, I just find, well, I was doing some app thing. Yeah, you just oh, sit headspace? in a chair. Yeah, I tried Headspace, but yeah. then the thing's making me buy it. I'm like, no, I'm not a sucker. Not doing that. Do I you will, have that one? I'll, I'll, I'll spend I'll spend nineteen ninety nine on a light up toy from Amazon Prime and have it overnight shipped because I feel like that's a thing to do. But I won't spend a dollar ninety nine on a meditation app that is improving my mental health and my quality of being. Wait, are you speaking for me or you? For me, oh, okay. I mean, I think probably <laughs> I you were like guessing. What probably I for through. all of us. <laughs> I don't know. We all spend money on stuff that it, it's there's, there's. But it a, costs more than that, didn't it? it costs, for Headspace. Yeah, I thought it costs more than that. Mm. Is I mean, that it? There's guided meditation podcasts, and there's all sorts of. Yeah, I, I started a different one, some breathing one, but like that one was only six minutes, so I was kind of like, deep. I was like going down. We gotta get, uh, yeah, you gotta but do. But ten th- minutes, I think, is like plenty for meditating. I mean, come on. <laughs> Come on. I don't have all day to, to be sit? zen. Yeah, who wants to do nothing for more than 10 minutes, right? You don't need to unpack all... Well, have you... I'm assuming then you've never tried a float tank. What? The deprivation tanks? Oh, no. Oh, I've heard about Apologies it. to anybody who's listening to this, because I talk about it all the time, but it's 60 minutes of that. Of, but of no, what? Of no sight, no sound, no, no weight. You're what floating. What do you think of it? You're floating. It's my meditation. It is? Yeah. Well, how often do you do it? I try to go once a week, but I've, I've been off my game lately, actually, oh and I my- feel it. I feel off my yeah, game because of it. it that's amazing. You press a button, you lay in a thousand pounds of Epsom salts, and they're warm to your body, the water, and you. And float where does away. your brain go? That's that's different for every single person. Wait. My buddy Zach tried it yesterday, and he had to get out at uh, you know I well he had to, he had to like kind of pull the the ripcord and get out because he thought he was hallucinating that he was being reborn. <gasps> Like he was being birthed out into the world. Like that's where his brain went. A full on hallucination. I've never had that. I'm thinking about like grocery lists and ex-girlfriends. Like really productive yeah. shit. But it's stuff that my brain needs to work out. I have to defrag that but hard drive. But do you find that when you're doing it, do you find that meditating is letting yourself think all these thoughts and get them out of the way? Like yeah. purging your brain? Or 
finding a way to like not think at all. It's it's the pursuit of not thinking. Right. And in that process, I'm like untangling Purging. all these knots. Like I want to get my stream of conscious to like a nice unkinked rope. And yeah. instead there's all these knots that could be anything from daddy issues to business squabbles to ex-girlfriend stuff. And okay, here we go. And then Let's... how do you feel when you get out? Amazing. Really? Sometimes. Sometimes super frustrated. Sometimes I want to get out of there and immediately drop kick an infant. Like, it was just 60 minutes of me. That's a normal thing, right? Yeah. You every guys day, do I just want to Just drop. a whole armful of kittens and just hold them underwater in a bucket totally. until they stop squirming. Totally. And you're, oh, We're I'm in control of my you, life. Kevin. Okay. We're all Thank with you. you. Yeah, I thought so. And trampolines are fun, too, guys. Yin and yang. Uh, Maybe therapy, you no, know? <laughs> no, sometimes I get out of there, and it is like... 60 minutes, all I had to do was not think. All I had to do was relax. All I had to, in the pursuit of that, the jury in the brain, that, 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 that it's just in constant judgment of every thought and everything. Yeah. And why aren't you do, why aren't you being better at meditating? Why aren't you crushing the shit out of this yoga, bro? You know, it's right. like that. that yeah, yeah, comes which into play. is, right, the op, which is the opposite of what you're supposed to do. Precisely. One thing I found interesting was when I did the meditating for 10 minutes every day for like a week, mm-hmm. I started to get very emotional in my life. Like it just like, I like randomly got very, and I felt like it was because I was kind of like allowing myself to sort of be more in my body or like more aware of myself rather than like almost. You know how you can kind of detach from yourself, like feel like you're watching yourself or like not really experiencing your feelings. So I felt like that was kind of an interesting thing. That's fascinating. I suddenly got like really like, why am I so upset? It's really easy to go, oh, this is just a fleshy vessel. This is just a meat sack that Mm -hmm. I pilot through my days to achieve some sort of goal and to not get in touch with it and what it really is doing and how it feels and what it means. Yeah, or not, I guess part of that being in the moment thing is like, even if the moment is uncomfortable, still being there mm. rather than wanting to escape it if it's not feeling right. Or and so that's why you cut it down to six minutes because that's way <laughs> like, that's way too much pain anymore. and trouble. <laughs> I, in a month, I'm going to be down to three. Actually, I'm not really doing it anymore at all. But no, <laughs> I haven't I haven't done it in like a week. I know. I know. That. That's why I needed the trampoline. Well, and how was that? Maybe it that's, was amazing. Maybe I there's think a trampoline meditation sort of thing. I bet there is. That can happen. I'm I sure can there is. see why that. I can see now why my friend was obsessed with the trampoline. She's like, Erica, you have to get one. Stacia was right. Yeah. Absolutely. I, Shout out to Stacia real quick. Stacia, thanks, Stacia. Good job, girl. Way to get it. Besties. <laughs> Do you have a lot of besties? No, like she's a, like pretty much my. She's only the best. <laughs> She's the one. You're the best by default, Yeah, Stacia. you're really the, like, o- the only. <laughs> Not the best, just the only. <laughs> How long have you been in Los Angeles? Like nine years. Nine years? Okay. Yeah. From where? It'll be almost ten years, actually. Uh, Boston. Okay. I lived in New York, too, for a bit. I was like, didn't you go to college or you did Kinda, some college in New York? I did Boston University for a year. I was majoring in music. And did you actually drop out or was that is that just part of your Oh, bit? yeah. No, I oh, dropped yeah. out. I actually did really drop out twice. I went to BU dropped out there then i went to uh, queen's college in new york and did a semester and dropped out again because i got into an off-broadway play and i'm like that's it i'm gonna be an actress i don't need an education <laughs> these ticket prices are in line with my talent <laughs> yeah, exactly. i will perform free, for you totally free. <laughs> oh my god the mighty have fallen <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, yeah, that was bad. 11-year-old, you would have been livid. I know. Smoking a long-filtered cigarette. (laughs) Erica, what have you become? They're giving these away. They're handing them out. Yeah, she would not have approved of me now. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what are you doing with yourself? And I'm assuming your folks supported you through that, hey, I'm dropping out to go chase this dream? Yeah, they actually did. They supported me as, as though I was going to college for four years. That's my joke, too. I have that, you know, I, the realm, like, I'm glad I didn't waste my parents' money on a fancy college education because it turned out they really needed that money to pay my rent for the next five years. <laughs> which so. is, which is, that, and that's college. Yeah, that well. was They're my, paying they rent really to go needed that money. Yeah. Did they, they didn't lord that over you, though, did they? No, no. Yeah, it sounds, no. it sounds wonderfully And supportive. then I went to acting school, too. And then, but I saw, you, you're still a, like a very accomplished musician. No. No. I, w- no, no, was no. It a, this is my lack of not. Was it a cello? Yes. It was a cello. Yeah, that okay. was what, what I majored in. Uh, where you played the big violin that sits on the floor? Yeah, the one where you put it between your legs. Yeah, that it's one. so hot. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, so you saw my Instagram oh, yeah. comment. Yeah. I didn't know if you could understand that. I was. Both my That's hands were tied sound, up. I was just right? mashing That's... my face into the keyboard to try to communicate that. So, um, do people say that? Oh, you put that in, yeah. oh, it's so hot when a girl puts a piece of wood between her legs. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's so hot. That's, that's that is just, what the internet sounds like. It's my impression of everyone on the internet. Yep, that's me. Mostly <laughs> when I'm at a public library on their computers. Do you um, go to public libraries? God, no. What are, do they still exist? Yeah. I, I have. I have. I'm using a friend's library card to get free books on my Kindle. Does that count? That sounds really complicated. Yeah. It's. I should. But just it get sounds the book. good. It sounds like you're really reading. Yeah. I mean, I have all the books. They're sitting on the drive, which is just about as good as reading them. What do you like to read? Well, I don't actually read them. I download them and, and say then... that I just got that book. Oh! So in conversations, it looks like I have, because I have many books. That makes so many. sense. Gigabytes, that... in fact, of books. So, you, yeah, you just want to own them. I have them. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. You a reader? Do you? I, I've, I've read before. <laughs> I've read things. Yeah? Yeah. Can you read music? Yeah, but that was actually my downfall with music. Was I was very bad at sight reading. Uh, um, like I, I once auditioned for the Royal Academy in London uh, for the London Royal Academy or whatever. And when I when I went in, I had a good. I feel like London Royal Academy isn't something you follow up with or whatever. <laughs> Is that what I just said? Yeah, you're like or it was what? a London well, Royal Academy in. or whatever. I didn't get in. I just auditioned. But that's, still, though, that's that's to be able to even take that swing. Is I you, think you anyone a, can audition yeah but not everybody does and probably for good reason you have a level of competency with your instrument that made you feel like i should try out for the london royal Royal academy Academy. or whatever whatever (laughs) and i went in and i played like that they gave me they give you something to sight so i played my piece and then they give you something to sight read Uh, i think i played elgar cello concerto or something Mm -hmm. and elgar was a a wizard from lord of the rings yes yep yep got it that guy with the beard. very powerful beard. super bearded yeah, yeah. yeah beautiful soundtrack though so oh yeah okay so you played your piece and so i played clap, it clap clap yeah. and then they go here and they erica go, yeah and i was like uh, yeah and you shouldn't sing it you should use yeah. the instrument yeah they know they know you're it. faking it they were like that's this is this girl does not know how to read when she's wow going, her thigh uh, violin sounds really different uh, <laughs> pretty hot though <laughs> yeah with that wood between her legs yeah, or whatever Whatever, more like that. Oh, whatever. That's so hot with that piece of wood between your legs. So as you're, as you're plowing your way through this piece, 
are you re- do you know oh these aren't the notes or this is not it like are, do you have a sense oh, of it oh yeah i you? was like this is bad like i'm just gonna play really quietly and maybe they won't notice <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and so they go so so they w- waited but for it's me just you playing right oh yeah <laughs> But I'm used to like trying to blend into an orchestra and pretend like like airplay basically. So I'm just doing that in an audition alone, like kind of looking at them, like can they tell that these aren't the right notes? And then and then they go and then they go, um, Erica, do, have you have you heard Brahms? You know, first symphony. And I go, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, judging by so the bad. tone of your voice, judging I'm assuming that no, and and you haven't heard it either. Yeah. <laughs> no one in this room has heard it recently. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So yeah, I kind of knew that wasn't my thing, oh. and I failed. I I had a, like almost full scholarship there for music at BU, and I failed music theory twice in a row, oh, and they no. were going to take away my scholarship. Was it for lack of trying, or you just couldn't? I, it's like the mathematical it. stuff. Yeah. I'm terrible at math. I'm, you know, and that's very similar to music. You know, the way math works and music. Oh, hundred percent. Very similar. And my, I have a very good ear, so if I hear something, I can play it, mm-hmm. and I can imitate things very well. And so I would just fake my way in an orchestra until finally it hit. It hit me like, oh, I now I know it, and then I would play. But like reading stuff, just it was like. I was kind of. I always used it sort of as like a guideline. Like, okay, I know the notes are going up. Don't mm-hmm. necessarily know which note it is yet, and then I'll figure it but out. But I'll keep right. climbing until yeah. <laughs> oh, that sounds like the ones around me. I'll hit that right. a little harder. But th- then sitting down, just looking at notes without even your instrument—that's what theory is. And it was like not fun. No. And I, didn't I hit like a wall. It. I was doing the percussion thing for a long while. Oh, really? While. Yeah, you piano and percussion. Oh, yeah. cool. But then the, the wall set in because I was like, oh, I got into this because I'm like, I'm colors, not numbers. Like, I'm sounds, not Excel spreadsheets. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, well, this here's a complicated time signature, so you have to know how many beats are in this measure, and then if you want to syncopate or quantize to it. Oh, yeah. You're like, no. Oh, fuck, I don't want a calculator. Give me some drumsticks. I want to hit things. Yeah, exactly. It's the primal, dumbest instrument in the world. And then they introduced sheet music, and I went, I'm d- nope. Yep. Too rich for my same, blood. Same thing. And then I went to acting school, and I was like, I understand everything. These are just words. You know? I was like, this is <laughs> yeah. easy. You know? What the, what's the complex, ma- complex math of your character? Yeah, yeah. No. No, you don't do that. The, the, the closest thing, the only you know, class that might have not been as fun in acting was speech. You know, because mm-hmm. you, you like break it down and you find, oh, this is a liquid you, or like they have these different, you know, to learn accents and stuff. That's like the most technical class. I like that. But I it's like still liquid kind of you. Is, yeah, liquid Who you. has a liquid you? Wait, is it a you that's a liquid you? It's like a uh, is not liquid, and then you is a liquid you, I think. Like if it's like um, Uganda, that's Uganda. Oh, Uganda. That's a liquid you as opposed to Uganda. And that's, okay, yeah. I had Paul, to... Paul is a normal you, Pule. <laughs> <laughs> Who says Pule? <laughs> Where is where is a Paul a Pule? I love that. I, I meant I mean like mule, mule, um, mule. <laughs> you know, Pule Blurt Mall Cop was you're a like, great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I am like saying the stupidest things today. Pule of Poundstone. Yep, Pula, amazing, amazing, amazing comedian. It's interruption time. Interruption time. Whoa. Hey friends, it's me. You were just listening to me talk to somebody else, but now I'm talking to you, directly to you. And guess how I'm talking to you? Well, one is hastily in my computer room, yes, because Fireball Island is still being played outside. But two is well-dressed. Why? 
because I'm wearing my clothes from the 5-4 Club. I hate shopping. Maybe you've heard me rant about it before, but I hate it. I hate the entire process of it. I hate the driving and the steel cage to get to a place to fight for parking and the door dings and the long lines and the fluorescent bulbs and the weird, the, the big cologne stand and that the smell of that fighting with a bath and body through these air ducts being blasted on you. Ah, and we haven't even gotten into the clothing store. I hate it. I hate it so much. And then I never know what looks good or what's going to fit right. And 5-4 Club has just crushed it for years. They have hit it out of the park. They've constantly changed and iterated. And I love their styles and I love their service. So let me tell you about it. 5-4-Club.com. Spell it out. F-I-V-E-F-O-U-R Club.com. Head on over there and sign up for their monthly clothing delivery service. It will change your game. It'll definitely change your closet. I know it will. I've got enough people tweet me saying they've signed up now that I'm more than confident. I should, I mean, I was confident from the start because I've been with the club for years. What they do is you go online, you fill out a profile, you tell them what kind of style you want. You know, do you want something that's more timeless and classic? Do you want something that's fashion forward? What, or just whatever. You can select the things, tell them what you're, what you're into. You get a box shipped to you every month for free. Uh, free shipping, I should say. You're paying 60 bucks for the service, but you're getting... 130 to 150 dollars worth of clothing each and every month because the middleman hath been slayed. It's a bank error in your favor. They can cut out the malls, they can cut out the stores, and just send you the damn clothing. And you get free exchanges and free size changes and swaps and all that stuff, but the, the stuff fits the way you'd want clothing to fit, and it lasts a while. I've still got shirts that I wear to this very day that are like five years old that I got from those guys. So it's quality, it looks good, and if you give it a month or two, you know, you'll have saved a couple hundred dollars on your wardrobe, but they give you stuff that works with the previous month every month. So hang in there for like two, three months, and suddenly you've got a completely new closet of stuff that I think looks amazing. I mean, check it out. If you don't like their styles, then this is a moot point. But if you are remotely interested in their designs, again, they've got the classic stuff, fashion forward, um, you know, business attire, pretty much whatever you want. They've even got like how to wear style suggestions that will help you integrate all this new gear that you're getting. 54club.com. In fact, use the promo code Kevin. That's K E V I N. It's my name. 54club.com, promo code Kevin, and you'll get 50% off two months of packages. So you're going to be paying 30 bucks for what would usually cost you 60 for two months. So you're going to save a month of service there and you're going to get, you know, $300 or so worth of clothing. It's a fucking great deal. If you like their styles, absolutely give them a shot. If not, no harm, no foul. But if you do it, tweet me at attack and let me know because I appreciate it every time someone sends me a box. And a guy tweeted me the other day and said, uh, I've got complimented for the way I look for the first time in a long time. Um, so thanks, 5-4. And he, he CC'd me on that tweet, which was very generous. That was very kind. I think you'll dig it. 5-4-Club, all spelled out, dot com. Use the promo code Kevin. Get 50% off of two months packages. I think you'll dig it. Check them out. Uh, in the meantime, let's get back to the Pointless Podcast with the delightful Erica Rhodes. And I should say, by the way, she totally won at midnight. Like, it was a it was a weird kind of fluke that I won. That's how I met her. I, maybe you heard that part already. I don't know where this ad's going. You probably already heard it. We met on at midnight. She's a delight. She's very funny. But she should have won that damn at midnight episode. You can look back at the tape. Or just listen to the rest of the podcast and forget we have this discussion. Okay, kisses. Are you good with accents? I'm t- I can't do it. No, I'm life. bad. No. I'm bad. I can't do Australian at all. I could do like very exaggerated. Oh, I could do a New York. I could do a Long Island accent. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I, I almost got a, I almost got a, a ca- cartoon where, 
wait, what was the, <laughs> she's like, I gotta order an arugula salad. You wanna get some pears in there? You, you wanna put some pears in my arugula salad? <laughs> like something like that. I don't know why. That's that fantastic. was part of the script, but, that, totally out of context. Something. I was just, I would like, yeah, I like to believe that that was very, that was a very specific improv. Yeah, that was You're like, I can do any accent, but as long as they have to be at a lemonade or a tender greens, because that's all I can say. <laughs> It's like the only has to talk about celery. That would be an. If, please make that a YouTube channel. Yeah. Just We're that just woman doing... ordering different salads. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I would watch the shit out of that. That would be delightful. That is hilarious. Delightful. So, are you? I mean, I know. Like, I saw you did some Modern Family. You crushed at Midnight. If that show weren't so fucking rigged, yeah, you would have man, absolutely was... gone away with the W. And you should have. You deserved it. Thank you. You deserved it by far. Um, what, what Rematch. Are, what are you? Oh yeah, let's do it. Right here, right, right now. now? Ready? Okay, hashtag, hashtag war. <laughs> okay. Salads. Oh no. Hashtag. How does the show work? Yeah, I forget. I don't really. I was pretty medicated. How does it work? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what were you on? I bet we weren't on the same things. Just some antidepressants. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely different things. Okay. Yeah, well, no, weed is an antidepressant. Do you do weed? Yeah, I, I do the weed. Do you? Do weed? I'll have three cups of weed, please. You do. Maybe four. I don't know. It's a weekend. Give me a fourth cup of weed. Thank you, sir. <laughs> you do the weed. Are you on MIOI inhibitors? Are you, what are What's you, that? It's an antidepressant, I think. Like, no, I don't like... What? MIOI? Like, MAOI? Never no, heard of that. No? MAOI? Yeah. I've heard of SSRI. Yeah, that's another... That's it's their, different. It's a different... It works on a different mechanism. Oh, I tried yeah. those. They, um, I pref- I'm only on one thing. I'm on Wellbutrin, which is uh, not... An SSRI. So, Wellbutrin. It's basically it, like having two cups of coffee. There we go. That's how it feels. So, Wellbutrin plus a cup of coffee. And you're good. And you're basically you're snorting trucker meth yeah, every basically. day. Basically. It's just a quick baby it's jog, like a simple line, basi- and yeah. you're ready to go. <laughs> I like uppers. I'm not a I, weed, I can't do because it makes me depressed. Oh, really? Mm hmm. Bummer. I know. Even I've with heard sativas? It's great. Yeah, I used to work at a medicinal marijuana clinic and I tried it all. Tell me more. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Were you like a bud tender? Uh, like, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. It worked. It was such an easy job. It was one of the. It was before like it got insane. Yeah. So there wasn't as much competition, and I just knew a friend whose boyfriend owned one of them, and I was looking for a job. And so you worked for a drug dealer, is what you're saying? <laughs> you basically, basically worked, he would bring me a duffel bag, and people would come into much, his living room, and, and I would like, just weigh things out. Just sell it. Yep. Just sell <laughs> it. Yep. We got a great two for one special. <laughs> <laughs> but the, it's the easiest thing in the world to sell. Well, sure. Who doesn't want it? Right? They all come. They want to buy something. They go, how's that? Oh, it's good. What's What about the Jupiter? Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty good. What about the What about the purple grape? It's good. Yeah. Also very excellent. Like, okay, when okay. they ever ask, like, what's your favorite? Like, if you had to pick one, and then you'd have to lie. Oh, yeah. Just Jupiter's always a good bet. Go with Jupiter. Jupiter is yeah. usually the best A drop best is all one. you need. Yeah. Is that train? Nice. Nice. What was it? Drop of Jupiter in her hair. Wasn't that it? And yeah. what the fuck is she? It's what a are, what's song. a Jupiter drop? And why is it in her hair? I don't. That's, oh, maybe it is a drug song. Drop of Jupiter in her hair. I mean, this is a. That's going to be a nobody here knows anything. No, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay that. with people not knowing Jupiter lyrics. <laughs> Drops of Jupiter lyrics. Drop of Jupiter in her hair. I don't know. You want to talk about like... Life of Pablo though? They're on every lyric. These guys know every bar. Who? They make it so free and the and the bar so hot that there ain't one gosh darn part you can't tweet. Who are we talking? What what band? What the Kanye? Oh, Life see, I don't I don't know Kanye. You know, what are you into? Huh? What are you into? Like when you trample? Um, when you I go like for a nice Josh Ritter. Sesh. Josh Ritter. 
Is that... Does anyone know Josh Ritter? It's like the actor? No, he's a singer. Oh, is that Jason Ritter? Jason! No, Jason, Jason Ritter's, Ritter's actor. actor. Yeah, yeah Josh, no, Josh Ritter, Ritter. is never a singer-songwriter guy. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, That's I why like I don't that know kind him. of thing. Okay. Yeah. Acoustic guitar, lots of emotion. Yeah. Yeah, you can hear rain hitting window panes yeah, in the background. Yeah, exactly. Makes you all warm and fuzzy. Like Gross. a young Bob Dylan if Bob Dylan could sing. <laughs> oh, my God. Shots fired. This Ritter better be fire. Oh, he's good. He's good? Yeah, he's got a nice voice. What about a Jack Johnson? Nah. Is he a guy? He's a guy, though, right? Yeah, he's he a, is a guy. Okay. Yeah, he's really corny, I think. It's too corny. Growing up, what were your tastes then? Music-wise. Oh, I, I listened to a lot of oldies as a kid. Like 60s, 70s yeah, yeah. and stuff? Loved that stuff. So did you not, like, because I think we're close to the same area. You Were were you in 90s rock? Any grunge? Dave any Matthews Persian? band a little bit, but I didn't like them. <laughs> you listened to them out of obligation? <laughs> yeah, I, because yeah. they were everywhere? Yeah, I just remember, it's like you had to like them. And I remember being like, I don't like this. But it was my first CD that I ever had. So it's like, and Fish. Oh, yeah. Fish yeah. was one of the first concerts I ever went to. Also didn't really like them. Did your parents take you? No. I went with some kids. My, my mom's a classical musician. She didn't know anything about music, you know, rock stuff. Sure. Yeah. So, so she said, go. Do the whippets in the parking lot. Yeah, Enjoy go, the show. Go, go ahead. Microdose, sweetheart. Yeah. Start small. <laughs> go ahead. You'll be fine. It worked for your father. <laughs> I remember one time I went, I went to the Matrix High. Remember that movie, The Matrix? Yeah, I remember that. I remember that movie. <laughs> Do I sound I be- like I'm like 80 years no, old? No, I say, well, it's like, I, no, because we don't know each other. It's presumptuous, <laughs> but I do have, like, I have the lines of code tattooed across the, like, my ass, you basically. You do? Yeah, it's like, that was my Lake Havasu, was just getting zeros and ones. Really? Yeah, it's Morse code. Wow. Yeah, I, I totally don't. I totally don't. don't. But, but I would. I'm so gullible. But I love the... No, that was like, very that sweet. I'm a dick for taking cool. advantage of that. No, but, but that no, would have been cool. But I'm the kind... Like, I thought The Matrix was going to be my Star Wars. I thought that was going to be the trilogy that I could identify oh. with. And then the second and third movies happened. And I'm still a little sore about it. But that first Matrix, I went, great. I went, went stoned. stoned. And I don't remember what happened in that movie. <laughs> Because I was really Were you high. seeing lines of code while you were trying to buy popcorn? I just like remember being like, I don't it. know what's going on. What is happening? Yeah. And, um, That's and, the way to do it. Yeah. And then I remember lying to my mom because um, I had a bunch of friends named Sarah. And I went to the movie with a guy named Adam and a guy named Jesse and a guy named Paul. Like three guys and me. Pule? What? You went with Pule? Who? Was Pule. It is Adam. <laughs> nice Adam. Call. Some, nice sorry. Call back. <laughs> sorry. My bad. That's a really good. That's, not, that's a really good. Hey, remember call that back. thing that we uh, mentioned before? I'm just saying it again. It's an easy thing to do. <laughs> call okay. back. Yep. Call back. I can derail a story. Go ahead. <laughs> so you went with three dudes. Three dudes who got you high to go see the Matrix. Yeah. Older men, I'm sure. You one rode the back of, was, of an F-150. One of them was upper class. The cool man. one was. They of course he was. kind of cool. Pop collar, lots of patches. What yeah. Was what, is that what they did? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't cool. I don't okay, know. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, I think they just smoked pot. And oh, yeah. They're like skater guys, you know. Or guitar, they play guitar. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind None of None of them are around now, right? They're all They're all gone. They're all gone. R.I.P. <laughs> so let's have R. a R. moment. R.I.P. Okay. Thank so you. you told your mom that you went with Sarah instead of three dudes? Oh, no. So I called, and, and I was such a bad liar. She's like, where are you, honey? And I was like... Oh, I'm at a movie with Sarah, uh, and Sarah, and Sarah. <laughs> I think I said Sarah M, Sarah P, mm-hmm. Sarah F. Mm-hmm. And I really did have three, but I couldn't, my brain just, I think because I was high, I couldn't think of any yeah, other name <laughs> than Sarah. So I was just like, Sarah M. Oh, yeah, Sarah, Sarah was a good F. one. Go with that again. Double down. <laughs> Sarah. Just commit to it. There's a third. <laughs> Fire off another Sarah. That's the stone brain Sarah. misleading you so I'm bad. I'm with every Sarah that I can think of right now. 
Uh, Sarah Lee is here. Sarah Levy, um, Sarah, yep. yeah, Sarah Fine. All the Jewish Sarahs. <laughs> and did mom call you out or was she? No, you cool know, it, it's funny because it's like anything that I did that was at all rebellious was not that rebellious right. as a kid. You know, it's like I thought I was being really bad when it was like whatever. So I think maybe once in a while she suspected something. I remember one time I like had some cigarettes and then I came home and I used the bathroom and just sprayed myself so much with like everything I could find. <laughs> and then I, I was like, oh, shoot, it smells like really bad now of like every single right. Bath Listerine in your hair, yeah, bath like, and body bomb, <laughs> a lint roller for some reason, a half a canister of Febreze, yeah, like whatever. Pretty much everything yeah. I could you find. You smell like an Uber X. Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. That's a good, yeah. You're fu- you're smart. Thank- <laughs> I'm also thrifty. Yeah, you're very I'll ride smart. in an Uber X. You think quick. You think fast. <laughs> yeah, that brain. I'll smell like an ashtray. You must have a high week. IQ. Have you tested your IQ? I don't. I no? Don't. I have and don't. So, hmm. myth busted. <laughs> well, you're very humble because your brain is like boom, boom, thank you, pew, thank you, boom, yeah, call back, pew, that stuff. That's mostly what it sounds like. There's yeah. a hamster running on a wheel. It's occasional clicks, yeah, and then some laser noises. Because you, because you go to funny places that I wouldn't expect, mm. which is hard to do with comedians because we usually know what people are going to say. Thank you. I also ride yeah. in a lot of Uber X's. I thought. <laughs> For a month, it's really not that genius. But I was gonna do the fuck it. I'm not gonna have a car. I'm gonna summon my my I vehicles on demand. About that. I did it for three weeks. I tried it out, and and the unpredictability of how is how is how is going to smell from day to day. That did it. That was the deal breaker. Really? Yeah. Also, like I want to listen to my music on my terms, and I don't have to yeah. like put in headphones to do it. So it was a little bit of creature comfort as well. And you have to but, constantly be like, "Where are you? Where are you? Are you over there? Are you over there?" Like your mom's picking you up, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like I want to make a graceful exit from a meeting on the lot, but uh, yeah, it's like, hold where on. are you? The Roos, he's gonna be here. The, the dude's got four and a half stars, man. He's gonna be here. <laughs> so if you see a Miata with dealer plates, a brand new one. <laughs> Let me know, and I'm going to hop into it. But it was like literally, you know, you, by the third meeting, if there was a day where I had to go to two or three places, I smelled like leather conditioner, oh, Dracar, a Ew. Febreze car plug-in. Like, it That's was, gross. I couldn't do it. I don't like the, I the small talk either. I'm yeah. not into the... No, I didn't summon you for conversation. Yeah, no. That was I did not summon you. <laughs> this, this, How this, dare you? I didn't want an on-demand chit-chat about life. Right, I just yeah. needed to get from A to B, buddy. Were you a rebellious kid? No, you were a good kid. No, I was a pretty good. I rebelled digitally. Oh. I was into like hacking and phone freaking. Really? And I would like fuck with people electronically oh. because I'm a porcelain doll of a man, so I would be shattered if I tried to rebel in any other way. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. what? Did, who did you hack? Oh, uh, enemies from at school. Uh, some corporate <laughs> corporations. Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ran a big uh, pirate bulletin board when I was uh, much younger. And so you could dial into my computer and trade celebrity Photoshop nudes or download pirated video games. And wow. it was a pretty big deal. Oh, did you make money? Pretty big deal. Yeah, it was my first like job was selling binders of printed out fake celeb nudes to the music instructors at the Music and More when I was supposed to be wow. taking music lessons. Wow. Really fucking creepy, though, that if you is... think about it. Like a, an 11-year-old kid selling porn to That's... adults is a little twisted. Uh, yeah, but very resourceful. Very very. Yeah. Although I didn't do the cost benefit in that. Like, I didn't have the right business plan because the amount of toner I was wasting on full page color printouts was not outpacing the amount I was charging for Britney Spears photoshops, whatever the hell they were at the time. So it wasn't cost efficient? Is this what you're saying? Yeah, no, I'm a bad businessman, is what I'm uh-huh. saying. History repeats itself time and time again. <laughs> 
This is lo- this is a losing operation. Everything here is really. This is it's all you're losing. Spending money on trampolines, <laughs> right? But look at how much joy they bring. Mm. It's worth every it's penny. It's worth it. It is so worth no, it. My brother, who was the the cop, was the rebellious one. He was the one who was sneaking out all the time. Oh, cops! Sorts of stuff. Yeah. Cops. Watch out. Source Five-0. subject. Source subject. So is Source he a cop sub- still? Uh, he is a cop. Yeah. He works. So what in- is he? Is he feeling like the the st- the state of the world is a little bit like? Is it really affecting them? Where does he live? I mean, no, he can still shoot people for a living. <laughs> like, it's not going to really, until they take his gun, it's not going to really trickle down. Right. Uh, he's in Northern California. Uh, okay. I like to think he's one of the good ones, too. Well, yeah. Um, I mean, I would like to think most of them are. I think know? they are. I think, I think they, they are. They are. I think most of them are, and it's just one of those things where it's like, well, no one's paying attention to those ones. You know what the know? problem is? Like, and I, and I get on his case about it a lot. I'm like, a bad apple shouldn't spoil the bunch, right? Because in any industry, in any endeavor, okay. Mm-hmm. But in any other time, like if if any of my employees shot somebody and maybe they shouldn't have shot somebody, I'd be like, hey, wait a minute. You shouldn't have shot that person. And they never pass that thin blue line. They don't call each other out because there's that brotherhood of arms and you got to protect each other and cover up for each other. They're like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Don't cover up for each other. You guys should be just as outspoken about the bad apples yes. as you are about shining lights on the good ones. And that's I think that's true. that therein that's lies. The problem. It's one of the many problems, you know. Yes, yeah. there's systemic racism. Yes, there's uh, pol- policing shouldn't involve quotas. It shouldn't be a for-profit industry. No. It's ridiculous. No. I mean, I have enough trouble with parking tickets. <laughs> right? Right? Like, that's already an issue. But let, but then bring in crime to that? To, like, be like, we have to arrest this number of people every day? Yeah. That's exactly. absurd. Get those numbers up. What are we doing yeah, here? That's no. absurd. How about, how about keep the number? Like, don't stop it. Stop yeah. It <laughs> I don't know. I just, it's weird. And it's interesting, all the studies that have been done of, like, since uh, squad cars were really put into play and like mm. now these cops are in these cars, they're not walking the beat anymore. And so there's a disconnection that happens in the community, even around their own police oh, station. Oh, really? Because, yeah, because they're driving their routes and they're policing their blocks versus walking around and taking notice of things and interacting and being forced yeah. to like not having that cage of separation around them. Well, I do, really think, I do think that the job of a police officer or anyone in the government, a government official, is to protect the people. And when it becomes something else other than protecting... Where it becomes like, well, we have to, we have to assume the worst about people. Like, that's right. the problem where it's like, no, you're supposed to be like the heroic figure who's protecting people, not the person who's like, like, you know, nitpicking and looking for someone to right. do something bad and expecting the worst and slamming people. someone against a wall in a certain area because there's a presumption that at the time of, at uh, the time of day or night that they're walking there and because of the color of their skin, oh, this is, this is what we do now. This is quota based policing. Yeah. This is, I mean, they know, should the, give the stop people, and frisk thing is, they should is give people me. incentive to like let people off, not to, <laughs> 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 you know, to be like, oh, they're, this crime isn't so bad. And then you get a bump for that. Hey, Murph. How many did you let slide this week? <laughs> How much slack did you cut? <laughs> that was a real petty crime back there. I mean, it was just a car stereo. He didn't hurt anybody like, in the you process. You get a raise. You get what a raise. <laughs> that was just a teenager doing some, you know, coke, whatever. It's, it's tough because I understand where the, the analytics-based policing comes from, right? How else do you justify? Are, are things improving, right? Well, we had 13 less robberies this week in this in this square mile. Oh, mm-hmm. it looks like things are on the up and up. Yeah, but you had a 40% increase in innocent people who had their rights trampled upon and were treated like 
<laughs> like they were perpetrators yeah. for no reason. So it's a it's a delicate balance, and it's one that I feel like I, you know, it's weird as a as a white male in society. I don't like I don't even know the half of it. I can read right. Twitter articles and see hashtags and try to be informed of it, and I, it's like it's a bizarre, like oddly privileged perspective on a really fucked up thing that I don't feel like I can I can actually transparently like this whole time I'm having the conversation. There's a chorus of people going like, "Don't talk about it." Shouldn't talk about it. Yeah. Because heaven forbid, like, I don't know. I don't even know. I don't, I don't even like think it's just a race thing. I think it's also like a It is a for low, me. It's entirely uh, a race thing for me. Because that's all I see. But go oh, ahead. Really? I'm sorry. No, I can talk about this with you because think, you're also white. I think it's location, too. Like, where it's yes. like they assume if you're in this neighborhood at this time, there must you must be up to no good. Right. And it's like all these people who are in bad neighborhoods, and that's their, where they live. And they're kind of stuck there. And then because other people are are committing crimes in that location, mm-hmm. they assume anyone in that location well, after midnight yeah. is, you know, bad. Yeah. So I think it's all, it's also just that, like where people live. It's absolutely you know? that. It's socioeconomical. It's everything. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and if you want to make somebody feel uh, feel a certain way, well, you treat them as if every single day. You know, yeah. so it's oh, yeah. really hard for Assume people. Assume the in, worst in people and yeah. they'll probably do the worst. Right. You know, yeah. that's what all my previous relationships were predicated on. <laughs> I'm like, if I just make her feel bad enough, then she'll be bad enough for me. She'll to... fall in line and stay, stay with it. Right. And be bad enough for me. Exactly. If I just break, don't, don't, don't destroy. Just break. You yeah. Fracture. You don't want to break. Just a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you talk a lot so about, healthy. you talk a lot about dating in, in your standups and in your routines. Yeah. Like, are you on, uh, are you doing the Bumble? The Tinder, the Raya, the actually going out and meeting people. I got rejected from Raya. What? Yeah. Oh, no. I mean, I don't know if I got rejected, but they were like, you're on the wait list, which I think is a nice way of being like, you're rejected. I think it's because yeah. my Instagram. They we're not saying it. no. We're saying not we're right saying now. Not ready. You're not ready yet for the prime time. For dating. those who don't know, Raya is like a it's a, famous it, people. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. It's an artist industry sort of dating app where you have to apply. You get accepted or rejected and then you have to pay for the yes. privilege of them saying you can come through the rope. Okay, yep. good. Yeah. So they, so yeah, I got that. No, but th- the thing is, I don't have a lot of Instagram followers and they base it like all on Instagram. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't base it on Twitter or anything. So they just look at your Instagram. <sighs> and so, yeah, I think, and also the person who referred me wasn't with them already. And I think you have to like get a referral. It's pretty, are you on it? It's no, pretty. I'm not picky. on any, I'm not, no. No, no, yeah, I I'm mean, terrifi- all- I'm terrified by the notion of signing up for any of those things. Oh yeah, no, they're awful. But what happened? What it was funny because when I went on Bumble, what ended up happening was I met people that I had already, I already knew. Uh huh. And I went out a little bit on that with people I had already gone out. So they were with. like friends of your friends <laughs> like, of yours that you didn't realize were looking for yeah, relationships, like sort that. of things, yeah. or people that I like something we tried something a long time ago and it didn't work out, and then it's like. Oh wait, we we both liked each other and had no idea that kind of thing. Hey, familiar face. Yeah, let's give that another go. But I've never. Oh, yep, that was broken for a reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a reason. I thought time would heal it those wounds. Nope. A lot. Nope. Um, I do that a lot. I recircle. I circle back to yeah. people, and then I'm like, wait, what? Because you, you forget, and then it's like, oh, now I remember. Thanks. You know. So what's what is an average Bumble date or an average date these days? I'm fascinated. I don't do. I don't. I'm, oh, I'm I haven't. Out of it. No, I really haven't done that many. I don't know. I literally, like, I went on Tinder and I did two dates on there, and it was enough to get a few jokes. You guys go to, like, a P.F. Chang's or a really tasteful putt-putt? What's a putt-putt again? Like a miniature golf? Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, I don't know. What, 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 where were these dates? Oh, oh, I, I think I did casual things. I went for drinks or something like that. 
adventurous. Yeah. But the thing, yeah. <laughs> the it's thing really about Tinder and but the thing about those things is like you just get into this vortex of like, you know, then you're like going back and forth on that thing. And it's small talk. And, like, guys are very bad now about being like, hey, you want to do something? It's like they're scared, I think. I think they need to get so many, like, signs that you're interested. Right. Like, so many virtual signs. And then you never meet. So half of the people that I've met on those sites, I never end up meeting. It's interesting. I Yeah. I think you know? I'm thinking about it. I think you're right. I think there's like a certain like level of well, okay, what's 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 the next level of appropriateness? Because I have to push it with should I use can I use an emoji now? Yeah. Are we safe to use emojis? Like can I fire one of those off? And then what about an animated GIF? Have we reached that point before I even right. say like, hey, yeah. I'd just like to have never, coffee? I would never or sex. send an animated like, I GIF. I, I would not recommend that. I, I don't what? know. That might be really pushing it. Oh, I, if a picture says a thousand words, that gift says like <laughs> way too much. Actually, you're right. It says way too much. I wrote, a, I wrote a tweet recently that was like, if a picture's if a picture's worth a thousand words, how many words is a picture of a thousand words worth? Right. That's... I'll take the ju- more of the Jupiter, please. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. You got it. <laughs> you upsold me. I'll take the eight. I mean, I'm not good at math, but that's a, one equation I'm interested that's... in. <laughs> So do you, I mean, are, are you, if, if you're, if you're on a date, you're having drinks from this Tinder thing, yeah. are you constantly observing it from a 10,000 foot view? I love view, how you're acting like I'm like material? an expert. I did like three dates ever. It's more than me. <laughs> really? Way more than me. Okay, because oh, yeah. you never I'm, even went on there. No, I, yeah, I'm used, yeah. I'm no, used, hopeless, stupid. useless, they're scared really of all. Dumb. Yeah. But I'm, I'm fascinated with like a, with a comedian mind, that oh. mindset. Are you, are you being present in that moment and having the date? Or is there a moment where you flip the switch and go, okay, I'm just going to mine this for comedy now? Because Yeah. It's- oh, yeah. Immediately. There's sometimes. Immediately? Well, yeah. I mean, on, for Tinder, the, I mean, I literally have a whole bit now about those two dates that I went on. The first one I thought went really well. And I'm not going to do my whole act. No, yeah, no, no, yeah. no. But yeah, but I really did think it went well. And I liked the guy. And then he, he like, at the end of the date, he was just like, I really loved meeting you. And that was it. Never heard Ooh. from him again. Okay. Yeah. And it was really weird. Hey, this was one and done, but it was great. Yeah. But I really liked meeting you. And I don't have a parting gift, but yeah. <laughs> maybe my silence will speak volumes. Right? And then the second guy was like just so boring. Just it was painful. You know? So you have to immediately then jettison. I wish I knew how to get out of those situations better. I'm too nice. So I'll just let it go and go and go until I'm literally like in pain. Like I can't. You just curl up into a ball. Yeah, on the just like oh, and start I gotta, I'm really bad at making excuses of how to get out, you know, of something. Oh. So I'll suck it up for a while until I'm like, I gotta go, you know. Sarah and Sarah and Sarah texted. I gotta. <laughs> yeah, I've got a I bunch got, of Sarah friends. All three Sarahs want to hang out. I'm sorry. We got, <laughs> we gotta get That's a good it. one. I never used that since always, high school. Always. I try it worked it. then. I know. Why not now? Do you have five minutes so we can take some questions from chat? Yeah. Is that okay? Can yeah, we do that? of course. It flew, hey, flew by. Hey, chat. Erica Rhodes is here. If you guys have questions, fire them away. I'm, I'm sure people have been doing it uh, throughout the show, but uh, Liz has been in there and aggregating them. And so any minute now, any minute, warning, she may burst in with, with a, a paper question? question. Or oh maybe three. Gosh, I don't know. I can't wait. I don't know. And you know what? I don't filter them. They're coming fast. Uh-oh. Coming raw. I don't see any coming. You, well, no, they will. They will oh, okay. be arriving. They will be okay. arriving. It's okay. where it's going to be here. Thanks for the warning. It's going to be here. Thanks yeah, for welcome. the warning. You're welcome. So then if if not Tinder, <laughs> if not Bumble, if not any of that, what what is the what's the plan? 
Oh, I'm not on any of them now. None? I'm. I'm yeah. Are you dating currently? Are you in a relationship? Is this I too personal? I just started seeing somebody, but I'm. Yeah. So, but it's but so new that I get it. nervous about talking about don't it. Don't jinx it. Why yeah, would you right? jinx it? I don't want to jinx no, it. No, and then, and then this person hears you talking about it, like, oh, that's weird. I didn't know we were yeah. like a talking about it publicly. Yeah, kind right. Of level. Yeah, yeah, then that might be weird. So, what's weird. his name? It's and what does he new. do? Yeah, I don't know. Did you meet through a friend of a friend? Did you meet at a No, this bar? is you... a guy that I, I met three years ago. Oh, and so did, you are circling... And then we did meet again on Bumble after three years oh, of not so speaking. Worked. Well, it worked to, to reunite with but somebody. That's great. That means it worked. Yeah, thank kinda. you. Kind of. We'll see. Well, I don't know. We'll see. How, how long, I get nervous how long has it about... been kind of working? Like two weeks. Okay, yeah. It's really yeah, new. You're right to yeah, not right? want to talk about yeah, it, yeah, and yeah. I'm sorry that I poked oh, and no, brought it. Oh, no, it's okay. But good luck. And great. And good luck to you, too, Puel. Uh, R. Silent asks, Erica, Yes. is there something that makes you laugh that other people would find strange? It's a good question, R. Silent. Something that... Some- something that makes you laugh that other people would be like, well, that's weird. That's strange. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, a lot of dark things Are you the kind of person laugh. who laughs at a funeral? Probably. I can't understand what you mean, but... Yeah, no, I laugh will. at really dark stuff. Like, what's... What do you got? Uh, like, when Prince passed away, you were like, Rufal, I'm on the ground. Ruffle? Oh, Ruffle. Ruffle? Ruffle? Ruffle's when you've been dosed. When you've been roofed. But you think it's hilarious. <laughs> this is hilarious. Yeah, this asshole's going to take advantage roofies of me. Roofies crack me up. Anything about roofies just... <laughs> <laughs> that Cosby is a hoot. He got better in his prime. <laughs> yeah, the darker, the funnier to me. Really? Oh, yeah. Racist. I've got a dark... Um, hey, that's my... What's th- the... I have a joke like that, too, oh, where dude. I'm like, my humor... some people think my humor's too dark, but they're just racist. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Oh, really? Yeah, I must have. Se- I must have. I'm- I do that as sort of an aside after a dark joke, and then I say, and then if people are like, "Ooh," then I go. Some people think my humor is too dark, but they're just racist. So what is like? I'm trying. Is there a, an example of something like that's dark? Yeah. Do you like watch like nine eleven? You know, like conspiracy vid- videos and just oh, no. bust up? Yeah, no, I don't think that would make well, me I don't, laugh. I don't know. Like, what is? Um, it's falling in its own footprint. <laughs> Physics. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's t- like specifics. Um, we don't have to get specific. We can just say dark humor. We can move on. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah dark fuck humor. Yeah, yeah. You're not getting a specific answer. Yeah. Well. How well, dare you? I do a lot of jokes about my dad being in a wheelchair, and, <laughs> and those are hilarious. I have heard those. Yeah. Right. And, and I don't want to spoil. And your my bit, dad it- makes me laugh a lot when he's self-deprecating about himself. Sure. Like he said, the funniest thing that I've ever heard him say, where my mom was actually telling me how I was difficult as a kid. This brings back our earlier conversation, and she was like, "You know, you're so stubborn. It's like anytime I asked you to do something, you would say, you know, well, if you don't tell me to do it, I'll do it.' You know, and and um." And she's like, it was always like walking on eggshells with you. And my dad's sitting in the corner, really silent for this whole conversation. And he goes, I wish I could walk on eggshells. That's oh, <laughs> the funniest thing I've ever heard him say. You're like, Dad, that is so I sad. I wish and I could. Just rotate him into a corner. Yeah, I was like, can you go away? Just here. And I'm putting on the locks. <laughs> Don't over. touch that. Don't. <laughs> so, yeah, my dad being in a wheelchair. Was he in a wheelchair your whole life? Like, um, No, he's had MS my whole life. Mm. But he was in a wheelchair maybe in high school. And then, yeah. How ba- how bad is um, like I I know that there's a, there's varying degrees but it's pretty it's pretty bad right yeah there are different kinds so there's um, chronic progressive which is a bad kind which is what he has Oof. and then there's remitting something and that one you can pretty much function you know pretty well with 
But yeah, there are way many. There are so many different kinds. But my dad has like unfortunately the worst kind. Jeez, yeah. sorry to hear that. It's was okay. that was that explained to you at a at a young age? Like, did you, were your parents transparent about it, or was it just sort of a thing? And that's that. I just yeah, I just never knew what it wasn't like for him to have that. You know, mm-hmm. but he worked he worked most of his life, and he was on crutches for most of my childhood, and then was in a wheelchair for like later on. But yeah, it was just sort of like something and. I was very sensitive as a kid to it. Like, I, this is this is sad, but I used to write it in my, like, kindergarten journal. You know, we kept journals every sure. day. Or maybe it was, like, first grade. And every every journal entry was, like, started with, I wish my dad didn't have MS. Oh. And I was like, <laughs> it's like, no wonder I was a teacher's pet. She's day like, 34. Poor, yeah, this poor Still child. got it. Yeah. Still- wish she didn't. <laughs> Update you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, See, that oh. makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. I think we answered that question. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Prairie Home Companion was a big part of my upbringing, says Largo Sensei. Uh, bought my first portable FM radio just to listen to it during church. Wow. Aww. What was your favorite what part of... What were you doing listening to the radio during church? That is the Lord's Hour. How <laughs> dare you? Jeez. Uh, Sacrilege. What was your favorite part of working with Garrison Keeler? Keeler? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and the PHC crew. He even abbreviated it. PHC crew. PHC crew. Uh, what was my favorite part? Sure. What was your favorite part? I don't know who Garrison Keeler is. I'm sorry. I would. Oh, I would it's ask okay. Him. It's Prairie Home. It's what I did as a kid. Right. The radio yeah, the, show. The, the, yeah. He just retired. He had 42 years on NPR. Wow. Yeah. So, and that's how. That's what I learned probably the most from doing the show. Um, my favorite what was doing part, that show like? I mean, well, it's like a live radio show, right. so it's in front of like thousands of people, and it's broadcast live. So it's like I did it at the Hollywood Bowl. I guess my favorite part would be working with Meryl Streep. I got to play her daughter on it at Tanglewood, and that was probably my favorite part. At, so ten years old mm-hmm. in front of thousands of people, yeah. recording a radio drum. No wonder you thought ticket prices were too low. Right? Like what? If that was your first taste, <laughs> I was a spoiled brat. <laughs> Totally spoiled. Never change. Yeah. <laughs> Never change. How many years did you do that? Um. Well, I don't want to date myself. No, 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 I did it like, yeah, no, I did I don't it. want you to date yourself either. Oh, no, okay, no, okay. not at all. At least, Captain- at least eight years. Okay, so good run. So a good run. <laughs> more than, yeah, more than, more than 12 years. <laughs> Captain Science says, can you tell us about your first stand-up if it went badly? And if it went badly, what made you want to continue? Oh, tell, the first time ever? Yeah, first, first stand-up. Um, I was, I, was it like an open mic kind of thing? I actually have a few firsts, but the very, very first that sounds, was... That sounds like you're still bad at math. But can't... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think you get one first, Erica. Well, let's see. If, you, if you're counting your first time losing your virginity, and... But this is awesome. This is, this is during an open mic? Oh, yeah. What is it? Your first... <laughs> what was your first real stand-up? I was trying to make a really bad analogy. <laughs> um... If you, if you have sex the first time and it's not funny, does it still count? Oh. <laughs> what if you do and it was hilarious and you didn't want it to be? Does that mean... Oh, then it's good. <laughs> oh, great. Right? <laughs> good. <laughs> great. Um, yeah, that analogy did not work. I'm, I'll, I'll continue. Please. Yeah, answering the question. Um, so, yeah, the first time was actually a date with a comedian. And I had told him that I wanted to try stand-up. And he's like, well, why don't you try tonight? So we go on this date. And then he brings me this open mic. And he kind of writes my jokes for me, like based on what I thought was funny that was autobiographical. Mm -hmm. And I get up and I do it, bomb terribly, horribly, not not a peep out of the audience. I get off stage. He goes, well, that didn't go as well as I thought it would. (laughs) We go, we leave, we're in an alleyway, and he kisses me. And I'm like... 
this is confusing. Yeah. Like, you know, it was yeah, just in my very head, this odd. move was definitely going to get me laid, but now I guess I better go at least for a kiss. Yeah, at least for a kiss. That was a bomb. That was that bad. Was that was bad. <laughs> and then this is funny. So then we dated for like two months or something, and I was I kind of got this feeling he wasn't that into me. So I said something to him, and he goes, uh, he goes, I don't think this is going to work out. I don't think that sensitive. I was acting at the time. He's like, I don't think sensitive actresses should date insensitive comedians. So he ended it, and years go by, and I don't try stand-up again for maybe two years after a long process of kind of letting it go. Mm-hmm. I try again, and it goes way better when I did it on my own right. terms, you know? And I run into him, and he goes, he goes, I just have to ask you something. You, you, you started stand-up because of me, right? Because <laughs> I've been taking I, credit for it for years. Yeah, like, is that still cool? I just want to like, know. Like, the, it was because of me, right? Yeah. I'm like... Oh no, no, <laughs> not at all. Your alley kiss in two months yeah, and insensitivity tonight. pushed me away yeah, for two years. Exactly. So that's kind of funny. But it's so. But it wasn't the bombing that made you stay away from it, was it? Or was it um, him? Or was it a combination? No, of it was sort of. I just didn't think it was my thing. You mm-hmm. know, it, it it was probably partially the bombing, but it was just not a good experience, and I didn't think it was really my thing. And then I um, signed with a manager who reps a lot of stand-ups. He represents Maria Bamford and um, Doug Benson and, like, a lot of really great stand-ups. And, um, and he told me in our first meeting, he, he's like, what, what's your goal? And I was like, I want to be on Saturday Night Live. And he's like, get a different goal. He's like, that's not your thing because I don't really do characters and sure. stuff. And I don't do sketch. You can be the Jersey girl ordering a salad, though. I, that's true. Watch the shit out of that. A law. A rogue that's a liquid you. That was a very liquid you. Very soggy you. Very. <laughs> but anyway, so he told he kind of encouraged me. He's like, I think you could do stand up, and so then a year went by again. I mean, I basically I went through a lot of like start stops with it, mm-hmm. but once I started, it was like I was in it. And the, and congrats to you for doing it because I don't Thank even, I, you. I, I I couldn't sack up to even look at an open mic so. That yeah, you can do nope. that. The, nope. Are you kidding me? Ha- haven't and have yet to and have no plans to. So You could so do that. Yeah. Easy. I could I could walk up there and stand in front of well, a Well, that's sure, what I but... did the first time is yeah. I got up and I just talked about how I had a really bad audition that day. And I had someone come up on stage and pretend to be the casting director and I reenacted the whole thing. And there was nothing funny about it. <laughs> <laughs> not funny. Oh, I could do that. Right? I could go on stage and be unfunny. Just I've done get that up before. And do, do yeah. whatever. I've done that before. You I could, could do, do that. whatever you want. Team Iron Man or Team Captain Marvel asks MC2157. Team I don't care. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Team I don't give Team a I fuck. really don't care. Um, is there a bad outfit to wear on a first date? Probably this. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's great for trampolining, though. Maybe braids and a. Yeah. I don't it's know. It's great for trampolining. I this. Uh, final question. Yeah. Uh, Brandini asks, Erica, how did you not catch on fire while in the presence of Khloe Kardashian? Catch on fire? How did you not catch because on fire? Because she's so hot? I guess she's smoldering. And, but what is Khloe Kardashian? What are you doing hanging with Kardashians? What don't I know oh, about wow, you? Oh, wow, these what people happened? are thorough. Yeah. I did a, I did a um, web thing with her. It was sort of a commercial, um, but it was like a little web series for the commercial. And I played her stylist. And I and I was sort of the comedic relief in the video sure. where she's trying to the whole thing she's trying to get all sparkly and it's not, not sparkly enough and so then she does her whole little inter you know the interview thing based like how they're just talking to the camera sure. so she's like you know sh- gosh you know she doesn't get it she does I really need more sparkles or whatever and I'm like man I've tried everything you know so I do a whole little thing and she does it and 
Yeah, it was fun. And it, how is the, I don't know the I'm not familiar with Kardashian. She was lore. Yeah. Is she the is she the kind one, the benevolent ruler? She was is kind she the, of the nice one, yeah, I think. Good. I think she has a good reputation and she was very nice on set. And you know, the people around her sort of made a big deal about her, like, are you ready to meet Chloe? And I'm like, I think so, like I guess. Are you ready like to say hello big, to a human yeah, being? Are you ready to meet her? And then <laughs> they come in, they go, This is Erica, and she's like, Hi, and she's fine. And then the director comes and meets her and she's like, just so you know, I'm not an actress. Uh, you, you know, don't feel weird about giving me notes because I don't even consider myself an actor. She was very humble oh, and fine. Nice I liked yeah. her, yeah. That's good. Wait, so yeah. did my employees not introduce me with the exact same level of pomp and circumstance? A little. Did they not? <laughs> Did they not ask if you were prepared? They did say they did say something me? like, you know, just be wary. He does get a little bit, you know, I get diva-ish. I get nippy, like food aggressive. <laughs> and there was there was supposed to be a curtain drawn because it's supposed to be a dramatic reveal. And right? I noticed no one pulled the curtain. You today. were in the makeup chair, which was sort of a Chloe move. Heads are gonna roll. <laughs> Heads are going to roll. And you were, your back was towards me, and then you made sort yeah. of a oh hello. Is that what I did? Hello. Did I flip my hair yeah, to the side did. like a Garnier Fructis waterfall oh, move you. and say hello? I'll be right with you. Did, did you notice the Dreamweaver was queued up the moment you came in? I hit play. Oh, just yeah, to, just yeah. so you could do that? I just wanted you to know. And then, and then the fog machine. <laughs> <laughs> and release doves and good day. Yeah. Have, a great, have a great thing. Whatever you're doing. Oh, you're doing anything with me? Okay, yeah. are you ready? Yeah. Are you, you, ready? Ready? <laughs> you ready for that? Are you ready? Erica, you are a delight. Oh, you are, thanks Kevin. For, thanks for making time. I'm so oh, glad. Thanks for having me. I'm so glad me. at midnight happened. I know, right? We yeah. should do it again, a rematch. That is, hint, you're hint. appealing to people who have no power over that. Oh. You have no power whatsoever. You never know who has power. That's right. right? That's right. Take that to the bank, kids. And smoke it. And huh? And put it in all the pipes. <laughs> Don't let that stone gather two birds with its moss. With one moss. Mm -hmm. That's a saying, right? Yep. Keep the doctor away with that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where can people find you on social media, anti-social media? Oh, on, anti Hey, on, that's a new thing. It's, it's going to catch on. I think so. I think so, too. Um, and where are you going to train your Pokemons? What is going to be your... Oh, yeah, I'm on Golden there. Road Brewery right here, that is a stadium. It is? When you hit level five, we'll go, but not until okay. not before then. I'm not yeah. Gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'll catch up to you. Yeah, I'll yeah. catch up. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. We can, we can stop it now. Uh, how can people find you? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Erica Rhodes. So easy. And I'm on Facebook, which nobody's on anymore, right? No. Um, Snapchat, I just But started. your mom loves everything that you do on there, right? She likes everything? Oh, she loves, yeah. And she's not even on there. She goes on my dad's one and then pretends. Wait, goes on to his account? Yep. And <laughs> pretends she's not on there, but then knows everything going on. Like, oh, honey, I liked that status you wrote about the blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, mom, you're not even on here. Why is she on your dad's login? Because she doesn't want to be on Facebook, but she's oh, on Facebook. Wow. That is, that is bizarrely codependent. Right? Wow. It's not, a, yeah, it's more just like she pretends to not want to be on it when she's really on it. Yeah. She, Good for oh, mom. Yeah. Well, she doesn't it. even have a, like a real cell phone. She's like really backwards, old fashioned. Good for her. Yeah. They don't need. They don't. No, they don't. Too need many distractions. That. I know. Every time my father brags about getting a new piece of tech, I selfishly wonder how many hours of tech support that's going to be for me. Oh yeah. I, I got an iPad. I'm like, well, there goes my October. Because <laughs> he's going to want to sync four <laughs> See? terabytes of photos. That's stand up right that there. <laughs> you just did a stand up bit. Do that on stage and you got it. Hey, thanks everybody. That's my time. You've been great. I'm Kevin Pereira. Make sure you uh, like, subscribe, and uh, tip your waitress. Is that? Do they still do that? Do you tell them to you be good? You could tip me. You got good service. You Make tip. sure you give it a little tip and yeah. uh, try the Jupiter. It's in season. Yeah, in your hair. <laughs>
Those <laughs> just drops. Yeah. <laughs> just little drops of Jupiter. Um, any, any projects? Um, well, I produce my own stand-up show now. It's oh! called Night, the Nightlight Comedy Show. Where's that at? And it's at Open Space on Fairfax in West Hollywood, um, the last Monday of every month. And Love it's it. music and comedy. Are you friends with Brooke Van Poplin? Are you familiar with BVP? No. Do you know her? No. Love her. She's yeah? a co-host of mine on this life hack show on True TV. Oh. Um, but she's a comedian and great and is now in LA. And I should meet her. You, I'm going to introduce you guys. I it's going to happen. Okay. It is going to happen. Let's do it. Mandatory friendship. I love, I that's need a new, I need new friends because my friend Stacia who loves trampolines is moving to New York for three months. So what is she going to do out there? All I the trampolining? Know. Yeah, I guess so. Okay. All right. We'll give you a bestie to swap. Yeah, I know she's your one and only. We'll swap her in. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Good luck with week three of Mystery Man. Good luck with the comedy show. Good luck with everything. Thank you so much. Thanks for taking the time. Yeah, this has been great. Hey, lovelies, thank you for watching. I always appreciate it. Make sure you go to GameWisp.com slash The Attack if you want to support us. Uh, Also, at 4 o'clock today, if you're watching live, let's do it on the table. We're playing games, board games or card games. Anything that can rest on or about a table... We're playing them, and I'm going to be on it. we got some great guests today, uh, so tune into that. That's at 4 o'clock right on this channel, twitch.tv slash the tack. In the meantime, kisses, hugs, and belly rubs. Good night, everyone.